September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, and the Team Jack Foundation needs your help in the fight against pediatric brain cancer. All this month, listen for ways to join the fight, culminating on September 29th with the 10th annual Team Jack Radiothon, presented by the Home Agency. There is so much more that needs to be done when it comes to brain cancer research, and I am so grateful for the Team Jack Foundation. Get all the details at teamjackfoundation.org. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right Podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose, and I have my beautiful co-host here, Shay, with me. How you doing, Shay? I'm doing good. Excited to talk about today's topic. Yes, yes, yes. So, today we're going to bring y'all, what is your level of commitment? What is your level of commitment? We always bounce some conversations around in here, and this one just came up, and um, we had a good little talk about it, and we came up with some good little points. That we want to throw out there. Anybody got the time? You want to take a listen? You need some? We got it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we've been on a personal and individual journeys of just figuring ourselves out and trying to be our best selves. And For sure. I forget what we were talking about, but I made this what is your level of commitment type of discussion. And I just want to figure out do other people have these same little thoughts about and ideas of themselves because mm-hmm. we're always trying to tap into people and we're always trying to see how other people relate to us and how we just relate about here in this world to the things that are already known so couple to couple uh person to person we're just trying to unpack so Shay, i'm gonna ask you some questions and then i'm gonna answer my answers then i'm gonna bounce some ideas around with you and we're just gonna have a little Let's open, do it. open discussion Let's go. here we go what does it mean to you when you think of sacrificing for something, what is that defined in Shana's head? So for me, when I think of sacrificing, I think about in the current moment, having to do something that I maybe don't want to do, but in the bigger picture and thinking about the benefit for others or thinking about what I want my future to look like, Mm -hmm. it's worth doing in the now, right? So Mm -hmm. sacrifice is thinking beyond my wants, right? And kind of factoring in the things that I need, um, perhaps the person I want to be, perhaps the way that I want to show up in the world and for the people that I love, you know? So that's what I think when I think about sacrificing, that if, if I'm having a bad day or if I'm a little moody, but you know, my sister calls, I still answer and give her my best energy, for instance. Okay, now, this is something I want to ask. How do you define your needs? What are your needs? So how do you define your necessities? My needs and necessities. I would say for me, a long time ago, or just years ago, I think, you know, five years prior to now, I think they were kind of really shambled. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I knew for sure what I needed. I think I had an idea of what I thought I needed. Mm -hmm. But when I really take a step back and think about it, I just need to know that I've got God in my center, you know, the people that I love and are dearest to me are doing well and I'm there to support them. And then just regular basic human necessities, of mm. course, you know, like food, make sure the bills are paid, things yeah. of that nature. Okay. But the first two, you know, my, my spiritual relationship with God and knowing that the people that matter the most to me, like you and my family are good. Mm-hmm. Um, those knowing those are good allows me to know that I can have pure moments of like joy, mm-hmm. you know. And so, as long as that's possible, I feel like I've got the things that I really need. You feel like you hold other people's emotions 
to like your own personal life. So like say if your friend going through something, you feel so bad that it affects you like in your day to day. I wouldn't say that it affects my day to day anymore. I think prior it did affect my day to day. I really was invested in the outcomes of the lives of people that I cared and loved. Yeah. However, I was listening to a podcast and I remember the therapist saying, you know, that being so invested in people's outcomes mm -hmm. is a level of codependency. Mm -hmm. And it just dawned on me and it clicked on me in that moment that I didn't want to be codependent. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be independent and interdependent. I want to have healthy relationships. And so today, if you were to ask me, and I think if I know a friend is going through a tough time, mm -hmm. I just pray for them, really. That's, you that's know? the best thing. Yeah, like I pray for them and I, I'm there and I give advice or sometimes just listen, you know, but I'm no longer invested the way that I once was. Cause you've seen me have moments where yeah. things will happen with friends and I can't stop talking about it. We'll be having dinner and I'm just trying to figure out solutions and yeah. you know, and, all and the that's way invested. That's y'all's little dynamic. You froze me at the codependency thing. Cause being an athlete and me guys and becoming friends through this entity, we become codependent and our friendships rely on like us being around each other. So like if we on the team one year together and not on the team the next year, our friendship just vary like that. So we real close when they hear, that's why I say the codependency thing. You'll think, oh, this is my dog, but my brother, blah, blah, blah. Move to another team, then it's over with. <laughs> All yeah. that, it's gone. So but like when we close it, it's a real bond and then it's hard for us to maintain them elsewhere. At least with women, I feel like y'all have that down pack better. I feel like y'all don't let distance and anything like that come between y'all. If y'all say y'all friends and y'all got a bond and y'all for y'all down for each other, y'all down for each other. With with guys, I think we just vary a lot just because I don't know, it's already hard for us to bond. So like distance just make it and we easily wanna just tap out. We don't wanna put the work in. So it's like, man, yeah, I'll holler at you, bro. And it just be that You know, I have to challenge you on that because I feel like the friends that you have from back home your day ones, mm -hmm. you guys Make an effort to tap in. Yeah, we talk. You we have talk about that. real conversations. About... You guys are really making sure whatever ain't everybody. are. Ain't everybody. I'm just talking about. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. Yeah. And the reason why I say I'll challenge you on that is because mm -hmm. I feel like maybe some of the friendships that are taking place because you're on the same team mm -hmm. are more because of convenience, not necessarily because of friends, real friendship or or lasting friendships. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. they're just meant to be temporary. Mm -hmm. But there are some teammates that I will say I do think that with with. With hold, withstand, excuse me, yeah. withstand the distance, okay. and then there are some that yeah, I still got right? some from like Auburn, Nebraska, just mm -hmm. back in the day, Alabama. But like I said, it's just I'm just talking about the difficulty of. It. Yeah, it's no, just, I don't so, doubt that. Yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna drop mine for. Yes. What does it mean to you? What do you think when you think of sacrifice? Doing something that doesn't benefit me but benefit someone else mm -hmm. that I care for and in yeah. those realms as well. So I'm gonna talk about it in a couple of different ways. So how I just said it, it might be helping out family. Mm -hmm. Like I say, it might not benefit me in the time, but it benefit them and I can get them through something. But like I said, oh, if I don't, Get it back in that. It could be anything. You can put it in money. It, mm -hmm. it can be time. They need the time. They need to stay mm -hmm. with you or they need to handle something for them. It can be anything. And you just got to do it because it's the good feeling of 
them being okay because mm-hmm. I, I'm okay now mm-hmm. because they okay and it's kind of going back to what you said about your friends and I asked you are you emotionally connected I am that's why I asked because when I love my family if, as long as they happy I'm happy and that's those type people and people like me tend to suffer a lot because we never pulling on just us mm-hmm. we pulling on everything around us and it's affecting us and we, we human just like everybody else you can't battle everybody else's emotions if you can't battle your own no absolutely and that's where we be at but we like I told you and we talk about all the time I can help everybody out of stuff but sometimes it takes me longer than than I can give good advice but it takes me longer than the people that I'm helping it's, it's crazy yeah to apply it to yourself yeah and, and I can I apply everything to myself but sometimes like I say I, I can watch advice I done gave myself that took me months to reap when somebody applied it next day and in the next couple of weeks they were just straight and I was like dang that's crazy how some people soak in information and apply it and utilize it properly and effectively before you can even use it and, and I feel good for that because we talked about it the other day one of our homies and just working together and seeing them flourish mm-hmm. it's crazy when you see somebody that you grinded with yeah it ain't paid off for you yet or it might not even pay off for you, but it was meant to pay off for them, and they actually did it. Yeah. It's a satisfaction, and that's what I got to in a lot of words. But the satisfaction for others, even though it might not benefit me, I can find some joy in that. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. And that's good. I like that for sure. And I think that just comes from being an athlete <laughs> and playing team sports. I just feel like... Yeah, being a team player. I think with family, I think the regular person finds it a bit easier with family. I know mm-hmm. for myself, I'm still working on codependency with my family, but that's going to be... An everyday, always. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, like that, that's that the revolving. That's the revolving door of life. You guys got to keep absolutely building exactly. and protecting that and growing on that each and every day. Mm-hmm. I think with friendship, and maybe that's the difference when it comes with you being on different teams, and you know your teammates are your friends essentially. They're they're not family, at least not generally. Yeah, but that could have been. That's that athlete world, yeah. man, because y'all become so tight. In exactly. These, because some people, I say, we spend like four, five years together now. So yeah. you get a good little run going. And then, like I said, some of them guys just stick around and end up living in the same area. Blah, 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 however it goes. But, like, it almost becomes like a family bond because you get mm-hmm. to know somebody so deeply. And, like I said, unless you're an athlete and been in um, team sports like that, you, you get it. And even, like, friend groups. But friend groups don't even bond like we have to bond. Because well, it's different. There's a common goal together, right? Like, yeah. you aren't choosing necessarily to be teammates. 100%. When I got to the pros, it was like, he feed his family off this. Mm-hmm. He eat off me if, if we do good. And if I do bad, I make him look like There's it. Got, it got deep. And they, and they get real when you're intertwined lives like that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree with that. And um, I want to go and take a little pivot point here. We're going to go and talk about growth throughout our spiritual life because mine just switched in like the last four years mm-hmm. and I'm just going to dive into it and I'll start us off. So my spiritual growth I've all like I told y'all if y'all heard any other podcast or know me but if you hadn't I'm going to catch you up. I grew up in a household that went to church every day. Uh, I always knew about God, Jesus the stories and going to church felt like Routine, and I wasn't. I didn't really feel like I had the proper tools to utilize it. But I felt like I was like going to school or reading a book. That if you don't comprehend what's going on in the book, you just read words and not soaking in there. So I was kind of that.
kid for a long time. And the prayers of my family around me kept me up. And I realized that along the journey, just as I reached certain points and I've seen certain people not reach certain points, I was like, man, I ain't even that rooted. And I don't even know if I, I'm solid enough. I don't know what kept me afloat. And I know what keep me afloat. And prayers of others is so crucial. So my spiritual journey just started to unfold as I seen experiences start to happen that I couldn't explain that I done for myself. Mm-hmm. And that was a big stepping stone and lost grief. All the experiences of life taught me how to pull on something that I couldn't do for myself. And I didn't know, I didn't really know back then, like I told you, like church talk, I was like, I don't know what they saying, but these scriptures apply to something. It apply to life. Yeah. And once I found those moments to apply it to, I was like, man. It's got to be God, and it's got to be something higher than just me, and I don't have to walk this out by myself. I just don't have to carry some certain stuff. So once I learned the teachings, I just started to apply it and started to free myself out of this box I had put myself in, the depressions, the uh, high expectations before I even give myself the grace to go out there and do whatever I want to go do. So I just had to unpack why I was unhappy, and the only thing that was evident was, like I said, my grandmama always prayed and and spoke that kind of word over me, so I had to go tap in, and then once I tapped in, uh, pastor said it before, and um, a sermon, once you're exposed, you can't be unexposed. Once I realized my life was going like this because of the things I was doing, and I was being false to myself and false to Mm -hmm. the higher powers, I had to make a switch, and that's kind of my little spiritual unpack right there. So what's your level of commitment when you think about your spiritual life and when you talk about this growth, right? Like, mm. what are you doing to ensure that you continue on that path? Like, how are you committing to that? Oh, it's a, it's a day-to-day process. I ain't, I ain't gonna ever say I'm perfect, but I do work on it daily. And mm-hmm. some days I'm, I'm better than other days, but that's the, the thing I stand on. The word of the, for the year, the word for my last two years, accountability. Yeah. All these years I had these principles just didn't apply them, just didn't look into them. Now I'm looking into them, now I'm applying them, now I got a path that I know I can walk on. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I felt like I was on a one-way street. I felt like this is my life. Ain't no change, man. Don't nobody care. Ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody gonna see it. That's society's way of clouding us to not seeing ourselves. Yeah. I'm worried about everybody else seeing me and I ain't worried about seeing myself or being the best representation of myself. So mm-hmm. I, like I said, and I learned that through experience and through the journey and the way I'm going to keep myself committed and my level of commitment to it, I changed my whole scenery. I changed my whole, my walk. Yeah. To be honest. And like I say, it's easier said than done. So a lot of people talk it, but then you'll see them the next day and then the next year and you'll be like, man, you talk a good game. I, I had to start walking it. And, mm-hmm. and once people start seeing it, people start moving different. I ain't have to move different. People start moving different. I think that's the, the most beautiful thing in the whole process is to watch you be you and everything else to move out your way and that's what God said you don't have to pivot it off this path it'll he'll clear it for you when the time comes as long as you walk with faith so you're saying you you it's an everyday commitment for you and it's a commitment in the things that you entertain the things that you the people that you talk to everything in that sense every single day um my circle mm-hmm. is my circle for a reason <laughs> and half of my circle is family and half of my circle is my older family too, my grandmother is in my circle, my dad and my mama, to keep it tight-knit, my little sister, 
you. Mm-hmm. Your your father and my and of course my friend grew up. I ain't gonna name all my homies, but I got a handful yeah. of homies too. It's everybody. Everything's down to the detail because I lived the life without it already, and mm-hmm. I see it didn't gross me nothing. So now I'm gonna switch the whole scene. That's what some people scared to do. But I was like, bro, you have already dibbled and dabbled and tried to make this work with that. It ain't gonna work. Yeah. Try this path right here because it it just don't. It ain't gonna gross you nothing, but more positive experience. You're still gonna Absolutely. learn something, but I'm tired of learning that same lesson in the same way. And with different folks, and I'm getting older, I can't, I can't, I can't risk that. And I'm, I'm not willing to sacrifice myself for that. So that's how I'm gonna stand strong on mine. That's good. I like that. I think that's important to talk about just the, the way that we commit to the things that are important to us, especially when it comes to spiritual, our spiritual life and our spiritual growth. 100%. Because, like I said, with the podcast, what is your level of commitment? I just, you just have to show something different than what you were. And, like I said, easier said than done. Like I said, a lot of people talk against game and lies and character never change. Absolutely. So action, like I said, action speak louder than words. And once you start seeing that in yourself, you start to, like my, the word of the year, accountability. You start to hold yourself to this accountability that won't let you drop below anything else. Mm-hmm. That's understanding. No, I like that. I think that's really good. Okay, what you got? For myself, I think my level of commitment for my spiritual life is... Similar to what you said, an everyday, daily, um, like just feels like daily action plans, really. You know, like I start my day with prayer, I start my day with reading daily Bible verses. Um, I think I start my day reminding myself that I want a relationship with God and that I want to hear Him throughout my day. And so I try to start with the prayer and the Bible verses to kind of open my mind and my heart to it however I can, you know. Um, and then other things like listening to podcasts and whether it's to aspire and praying with my mom on mm-hmm. a daily basis, us, we pray before meals, we pray, you know, throughout the day, we pray before bed, mm-hmm. things of that nature. I think for me, prayer feels like I'm talking directly to God. It feels like him and I are on a call, you know? And so the more I pray, the more I feel like I'm communicating with him. And I feel through doing that, he then communicates to me through my day, whether it's, you know, feeling really good after a class that I didn't want to go to, you know, feeling stronger after a workout with you that I was worried about going to, you know, a meeting being canceled that I didn't want to attend. It's, it goes from as small as that Mm -hmm. to big things like hearing great news or, you know, finding out that someone's listened to the podcast and they feel touched by it and, and things of that nature, you know? So I feel... For me, the level of commitment is a daily one. I think it's a tough one for sure. And like you said too about changing your environment, you know, I think some of the things that I entertained beforehand, before I had what I think is a, a lot more of a healthy spiritual life, mm. I entertained a lot of things that I didn't that I need to entertain. Right. I entertained a lot of people that I didn't need to entertain. I think I put myself in positions where I wasn't setting myself up for success, you know, whereas now I'm far more intentional. I really do pray before everything. And so it's just allowed me to feel like I'm more at service, yeah. you know? And so it's an everyday commitment and it's one that I take very seriously and a tough one, but I still try to show up. I like that. And I just want to um, throw a little question at you to see how you're going to react to this one. So what was your lowest spiritual moment? Oh, that's such a good question. 
My lowest spiritual moment would have been now maybe seven or eight years ago, I think. Mm. I, I was going through a breakup and I was just feeling really down. Mm. And I entertained somebody that I never would have otherwise. Mm. And I didn't feel like safe with them. I didn't feel like they like we were wildly compatible. Mm. I think it was my attempt to just try something new and different, you know? And I think that person had a lot of their own demons and was battling with their own things that through being in any kind of relationship with them, I made myself susceptible to. Mm. And I just noticed a shift in my life. Mm. I noticed a shift in, you know, my spirit, my energy. And when that relationship had ended, I just remember feeling very dark and heavy. And I remember feeling, I remember telling my friends, Afterwards, you know, I was like, wow, like I entertained that for so long. Yeah. And what it taught me was I don't ever want to go in the ring with the devil without God. Ooh. So I think that relationship, which may sound a little spooky to folks, but for me, that was really what I felt like. I really saw somebody who I was like, you know what? I can bring light to them or mm-hmm. I can be the thing to make things different in their lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were great. We had a good time. So maybe that was all that I needed. I don't think that I was... I definitely wasn't praying with them. I think we were talking about God on a very surface level. Yeah, yeah, a little base, baseline level. Absolutely, you know, but the way that I felt in that, like I felt scared, yeah. you know, throughout that entire, throughout all our interactions, I just didn't feel safe. And in that moment, you know, at the time I wasn't living in Ottawa, I wasn't close to my family, but in that moment, that was my lowest, I'd say, that I could think of at least right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What about you? I had a new one that popped up. How <laughs> I many years ago? Like three or four? Okay. And it was 2019, man. Listen, I had that surgery, bro. Listen, it, it didn't even fold me, but my my mental, that wasn't me. That wasn't even me. Them you mean prior to surgery? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, once it happened, like, well, no, it might, it might have been probably, it was within them last couple days, so when I unpack it, you'll get, like I said, the process. 2019, I was in the season, three games in, out for the season, herniated disc. They told me, stick around, do my thing, be around my teammates, it felt good. As the time went on, I felt that darkness you just said mm-hmm. creep on me, and it wasn't even... Well, no, I only know what to apply to my surroundings were not good. <laughs> my team was losing every game. Uh, I didn't feel bad physically at all. And like I said, um, the people we are, man, we we love and we we fight hard, man. When I seen them guys not winning, I felt bad. I can't, I couldn't even watch games because I felt like I was supposed to be out there. Blah, blah, blah. These energies we carry for certain stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. And man, as it got closer, and I knew. Like, okay, it could get better. Because at the time, I was like, man, they said, work out. You can get this up off you. I was like, maybe it'll just go away. I was mean, floating all the way through the season. I bumped into you in Montreal. Had a good time with you. I mean, floating all the way to the end of the year. I mean, you started to communicate a little bit. I'm still in space. And I remember praying one night. And I didn't say amen. But I said, never mind. Oh, wow. And I remember to this day, I said, what did I just say? Mm-hmm. You feel like you can be so 
and I and I, I hope somebody out there feel me. I ain't dampened a move. I'm just trying to tell the energy I had mm-hmm. that I was praying and unconsciously but consciously said, "Never mind." Instead of finishing my prayer, I was defeated in my mind because I was like, "Man, I thought I could do all this, and I, you know me, I will do everything above the sun and below the sun to yeah. get to it." And I, that was the only time I felt helpless, and I. I just felt like I prayed, like I, I say, we, we shouldn't do, man, God, hey, this the time I need you right now. Mm-hmm. You don't, it can't be real. You can't you can't do that to God. Don't I mean, that. he's always been there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that he's not present. It's about us paying attention. And beyond that, bro, miracles happen when miracles happen. You don't, you don't speak miracles. But anyway, yeah. that was it. I, I said a prayer. And before I said my last piece, I said, never mind. And I, I ain't feel I ain't feel good, mm-hmm. and that's why, like I, I, they hear the podcast. If y'all hear the podcast, I talk about earlier in our relationship. I was trying to push her away because up until that, this is my first surgery ever, ever getting any kind of major surgery. So I didn't want her around because I was like, we ain't gonna be able to bond through this, and that might have been the biggest blessing from God. Cause that's the probably the thing that tied us together yeah. right now. Yeah. I swear. The irony. That's the irony of it. I said, this ain't going to make us, but I don't want you to see me like this. I don't know you like that enough to mm-hmm. and look at God. So, that's never happened to both of us. Man, shook me up, changed my life. Like I said, I appreciate it because like I said, I needed it. I was, I begged this man and I told him, never mind. And like I said, I didn't do it. <laughs> and to anybody out there that done came through something or can feel the story in their own way. Just know we didn't do it, and, and just keep that person. You're gonna always be on the right path. Don't ever think we did too much, cause I I'm a hard worker, but I I know where I pull all that hard work and energy from when I need it, and I and I know I don't have it. And God sent me somebody to give me a little replenishment in ways that's non-physical. It ain't water. I need that energy replenishment. She's mm-hmm. right here, and like I said, I didn't know it till I knew it. But I think that's the whole point, right? I think you hit it on the head. You didn't know it till you knew it. Mm-hmm. I think through your spiritual growth and when you commit to having a spiritual relationship with God and you actively want it and you're proactive about it, you can sit back and see how he was moving all the pieces in the right places at the right time. And I just want to start right here and tie everything into what we just said. And that depth that we just spoke of is what our level of commitment is to our spiritual lives. No, absolutely. So I want to do a part two because we got two other things we want to talk about, but I want y'all to unpack this first let me see how much love we get on this and i just want to see how many people resonate man y'all like share comment we appreciate the love we hope that everybody have a genuine conversation hopefully y'all can unpack this with your family significant other friends however y'all want to have a good discussion more love more life and you don't have to prove anything to anyone but you will always have to prove everything to yourself peace and love peace and love